back to Full Metal Movie Reviews. It's your host, Sandboy, and this week we're talking about the OG Captain Marvel, DC's Shazam. <laughs> uh, we've got a veteran, an old warhorse, has come back one last time to, to talk about this uh, epic tale of fantasy, and I'd like to welcome back as the co-host for this episode, Age. Age, how are you, bud? Hey, Sambo. How you going? Where you been, mate? Oh, look, you know, just watching plenty of movies. You know, not enough time. Not enough time to contribute. Watching movies, but reluctantly talking about them. Pretty much. Keeping it to myself. Story of his life. Um, Listeners, I'd just like to preference this episode that I have a fuck-off head cold, and if I'm breathing heavily, it's because I can't breathe through my nose, and if I'm grasping or clasping for air, it's because my lung is about to cave in. I thought it was your passion for movies. <laughs> Could be either. Um, all right, Age. It's been a while, so let's let's just jump into it. Give me your initial reaction on DC's Shazam. Uh, in one word, or just just go for it. Go for it, mate. Unleash, unleash right. hell. Look, overall positive. I wouldn't say it was amazing. Um, I mean, look, the Rotten Tomatoes rating. Is, you know, says it all really, 90%, so it's been pretty well received. But, I mean, I've picked out a few bad points uh, and then a few good points. We can talk about those later. But I think overall it was um, – I wasn't going in there expecting much because I don't really know that much about Shazam um, in terms of the lore. Um, but, yeah, I know that you grew up or you have comic books in your house with Shazam, so you'd probably have a lot of better understanding going into the movie, how and you have you. maybe expectations, I'm how, guessing. How dare you? <laughs> he says that with judgment. I know you've got a lot of comic books in your house. Well, that's a good Spur. thing. Spits on his you're own floor. A passionate, passionate supporter. <laughs> DC, DC follower. But, yeah, look, I mean, I, I thought it was a... Having done my research now, I thought Shazam was a rip-off of Superman. And uh, I know yes. that Shazam came first, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Um, hmm. look, I mean, he's, in essence, Superman. Yeah. But Shazam, the way he got his name Shazam is because of lawsuit with DC. Yeah, with Captain Marvel. Yeah, so he's actually, I think until recently, he was still Captain Marvel, but the comic book was called Shazam. But the actual character yeah. was still called Captain Marvel because the lawsuit with um, Marvel, sorry, not DC, the lawsuit with Marvel was that um, they just couldn't use the name Captain Marvel on a DC book. But they could still call the character Captain Marvel, right? So, yeah. so, so basically, the title of his series was called Shazam, and Shazam actually stands for um, the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. So, um, it's, I guess, basically, some ancient Egypt Egyptian wizard um, just bestows the power of the six ancient heroes onto a kid called Billy. Um, and Billy, when he says the word Shazam, turns into the best, most perfect form of himself with the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, the speed of Mercury. Right. Um, so he basically, yeah, he has all the Superman's powers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's. I mean, I think I was reading up initially that there was a, an issue with the copyright at DC successfully sued um, the creators of the comic book. I can't remember the company. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. So, and then yeah, correct. once, so once DC, that patent expired. DC sued the guys who created Shazam 
and then through that because they thought it was a ripoff of Superman and then through that actually acquired the IP of Shazam and then uh, Shazam became a DC book then Marvel sued DC over the name Captain Marvel um, yeah and- because Marvel applied for a patent on once the um, Shazam it was like a break between Shazam losing that lawsuit oh, sorry the company that was originally producing Shazam they essentially couldn't produce any more so once that lapsed Marvel picked up the rights to the name, I think, Captain Marvel. Uh, no, I think they maybe I'm not sure if they got the rights. I'm pretty sure just, it was just DC couldn't use the rights, or didn't yeah. have the right to the name Captain Marvel. So then Marvel just decided to call the character Captain Marvel or create their own Captain Marvel. Yeah, which, which sort of makes sense. Makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. yeah. So well, well it makes sense makes in sense. in essence because for those who don't know that I'm look. Oh, I've made my stance very clear. In terms of comic books, I'm a DC comic book fan, but Marvel do make the better movies. But Marvel comic books suck. They're the worst. They're, they're, they're terrible. There's only a handful of good Marvel books out there. Um, and the thing that, how this all came about or transpired was that Marvel actually never used to write superheroes. Stanley was the one that changed them from Westerns and World War II stories to superhero books. And DC was the one that actually came out with a superhero range before Marvel. So, I guess the guys who made Captain Marvel, obviously, probably, I don't know, didn't think they were competing with Marvel because Marvel was only predominantly um, writing westerns um, in the 60s and 50s. So, probably didn't think it was an issue. And then when Stanley came aboard and saw that, you know, maybe the, like, let's make these things a bit more fantastical and a bit more... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they then they actually got a bit more mainstream when when Spider Man became a massive hit, Fantastic Four became a massive hit, um, Hulk, um, you know, every, yeah, yeah, exactly, X Men. That they decided, well, then this obviously we're a big enough brand now that this is an issue. So that's why they mm. went after. Anyway, enough about that garbage. <laughs> so your gut feel is that it's a pretty meh film. It's not good. Um, no, no, it was okay. I walked out feeling pretty good about it. Mm. It wasn't a case of like, oh god, what did I just watch or. You know, I became very aware that I was watching a movie. There were some parts that dragged on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is yeah. not not the means they didn't do a great job. But it was overall, it was fine. Like there were some cliche moments, obviously, and I think they addressed them. They actually put them into the script. You know, with the the cliche villain. Um, and I yeah. think they kept referencing that. Um, so it was fine. I mean, look, it's it's like a PG version of Deadpool, right? Kind of, but without the, without the fourth wall sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I could, I could see the... Um, it had merit, anyway. Yeah, I, I, like my initial feel was that the film was... Um, sorry, my initial reaction to the film was that it was pretty much an enjoyable ride, um, but it was let down in the final act when the confrontation with the villain, because... Yeah. I don't know about you, but... I have, like... It's... It's... Just underwhelming, or...? Yeah, like... Yeah. Like he's just a- the villains were cool though. I have to say they did well. Like they had potential mm. for that to be so much better. The seven sins. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Like the the uh, CGI. Yeah, it was pretty poor. Like they couldn't even really um. <laughs> when they were talking, they weren't even moving their mouths. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know yeah. if that was a budget issue or if they did that on purpose. But well, yeah, this film did have a heaps more smaller. But I think it's got the smallest budget of all the DC films. Um, only about hundred million. million. Yeah. Hundred million US. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they've done all right, though. I think it's 
grossed 300 plus as of today. It's not bad for like a small little flick. It is, and yeah. it's, it's the scope of the film isn't that huge. I mean, we're talking about wizards and whatnot, but mm. it fundamentally is a kid, a foster kid learning about what the true meaning of family. Um, so to give a brief rundown of the synopsis is that Billy is a foster kid. Um, his mother abandoned him at a fair. Is it? Set, is this set in Philadelphia? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So white trash whore of a woman abandoned her children uh, at some spring fair, and then Billy's been searching for his mother his whole life, and he can tell he's he can look after himself. He's got you know he's got balls about it. He doesn't. He's not. For a fourteen-year-old kid, mm. he's yeah. very street smart, savvy, Chloe. We get it. Yeah. Um, and he basically is just trying to find his mum, and he gets put into a foster home with the United Nations of foster kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> so they tick the diversity box there. We have uh, one gay Mexican kid. Um, uh, he's fat. Asian kid. We have an Asian tech kid. Um. White privilege. White pri- well, not white privilege, but white super smart, going to college chick. Yeah. Um, who else? We had uh, the cute uh, African-American chick, uh, girl, who's just yeah. probably stole the show in every scene she was in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then the, and the father was obviously like a Samoan. <laughs> so it was just literally uh, like... No, no, Mexican. Oh, is he Mexican? Okay, that, sorry. Vasquez, I think that was their name, surname. Oh, Vasquez, okay. or however you say that properly. But anyway, it was literally the United Nations of yeah. Foster. And it's like, okay, cool, whatever. I mean... That's fine. They crammed it in. And through happenstance, he becomes the chosen one to take on the Shazam's powers. And then he's just pretty much a kid that can turn into a man with superpowers. And comedy ensues right up to the third act where the villain, who's been looking for the wizard his entire adult life, um, gets finds Doctors. a way to get the sin. Oh, no, he basically gets the bad wizard's powers. <laughs> Blah, 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 yeah. blah. Bad wizard fights, good wizard, good wizard wins. All right, that's the story. Yeah, so just because I wasn't too clear on that. So the original Shazam, the wizard, who, again, is, is supposed to be Aboriginal, right? Like Australian <laughs> Aboriginal, if I'm not mistaken. Say that again? The original wizard Shazam yeah. in the comic books, is he not Aboriginal? Uh, I thought he was Egyptian. Uh, I don't know. I think I've read somewhere that he was actually Australian Aboriginal. Really? Yeah, yeah, he's got like a bandana and everything, and um, not war paint, but yeah, I know what you're definitely, yeah. Um, so I don't know. That was something that I was a bit unsure of, but because I would have liked that to have been played by an actual Australian, that would have been pretty good. Oh yeah, okay. Oh no, that's in the New Fifty Two. I'm just reading about this now. Okay. So the New Fifty Two reimagined in is an agent, um, not agent, as a Aboriginal chief or sort of. Uh, I guess elder. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. So he's not. He's no, not, or he is. No, okay. Originally, original, he's not. In the original, I just thought he was Egyptian. So it, it makes sense that the Egyptian would be um, African, right? Because that's what yeah. predominantly they yeah. were. Yeah. Um, Ar- arguable. <laughs> to an Egyptian. Yeah. I guess I should explain the plot synopsis a bit better. But I mean, fundamentally, guys, it's not really that important. It's just that the evil, uh, the evil. Um, uh, antagonist in this film is um, Mark Strong. He was he also played the villain in the Green Lantern film. And that's Bay- the actor's name. Hey, that's the actor's name. That's the actor's name. Uh, I can't yeah, remember yeah. the real name in the film. Uh, Thaddeus 
Thaddeus Shivana, I guess. Name. Yeah, and he was yeah. originally chosen to take on the powers, but the the wizard decided that he wasn't worthy, and he grew up with that resentment, um, and that was also fueled by the fact that his father quite clearly didn't love him. And so his whole life, he's spent his wealth trying to track down this wizard and, and locate where the wizard is so that he can get the powers. And he does that, but he doesn't get the powers of the wizard. Instead, he gets the powers of the seven sins. And the seven sins of greed, gluttony, rah, 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 they're the ones giving him the abilities, right? But when they leave his body, he's just a man. So yeah. that's... I mean, it's an interesting motivation that he wants the power of Shazam for himself because he was, he felt like it was taken away from him, that he was chosen, but ultimately denied but to be honest i feel like the casting of that of him was not really the best i felt mark strong is a good actor but he was just too old yeah i see what you're saying you know um, I mean? well i mean it was based what 30 years mm. after the that event where he yeah. tried he wasn't initially chosen but yeah yeah i know i think that is one of the main criticisms of the movie what a lot of critics are actually saying that the the casting of that villain Probably wasn't appropriate. Well, his dad. So in the in the opening scene, he has a car accident, um, and his dad is crippled in the car accident, and his dad is um, played by Lex, the guy that played Lex Luthor in Smallville. I can't remember his name. Yeah, uh, John Glover. Yeah, and in the thirty years later, he's literally the same age, and Mark Strong yeah. looks exactly the same age as his dad, and it's like, well, this is fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> it should have been. It should have been like I don't know, someone a bit younger. Younger and slicker, I think, I feel. Like, that would have probably yeah. been more appropriate. Mark Strong is too old. And, he, and actually, I thought about this the other day when I was just re-going re through this movie in my own head, that Mark Strong would have been a fucking sick Alex Luthor. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty cool, bold. Yeah, he's good. he's got the bold look nailed down. Yeah. He's just got that sort of, the way he speaks, that tone in his voice. He's, he's menacing. He's, he's a... He would be a sweet Lex Luthor. But, I mean, I just didn't buy it. I didn't buy it him... Being so perpetual and just such a kid, a kid. Sorry, you know what I mean. Like yeah. he just his motivation was that of a kid. Oh, you took something away from me. I want it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. It was, it, and no yeah, introspective, like, yeah. no no reflection of like, mm, why wasn't I a good? Why wasn't I chosen? And then not but, trying to be a yes. better person and maybe trying to self improvement. He just he just doubled down on being a little cunt. So it's like, mm. especially being a qualified doctor. Yeah, you know, really? he's a doctor. Like, what the hell is he doing? Fuck. I don't know what he has a doctorate of, though. So Mark Strong's 55. Oh, wow. Like, he, like, it just doesn't... It's not It's not old. How do, what was that guy's name he said? His dad? Uh, um, John Glover. John, is yeah, it John Glover? John, is his name John Glover? Yeah, yeah. No, he is... Shoot. Hang on. John Glover is 74. All right, so there is a bit of a... Okay. Yeah, but in terms of looks, John Glover looks after himself. <laughs> you know, you could tell. He actually doesn't look that old. In um, if you Google search him, I think his IMDb profile picture is actually yeah, right. doesn't justice. Yeah, but uh, like, so he looked. What I'm saying is, Mark Strong looks like a 50, 50 year old man, right? Yeah. So from going from a kid to thirty years is like that doesn't no comprehende. Like it doesn't add up. You yeah. know what I mean? It just does yeah. not add up. And I just would have thought that maybe they should have. Yeah, they really probably should have cast Mark Strong. That's my main criticism of the film, that the villain is just just a wet towel. <laughs> Do you think they did it for the sake of familiarity? Because he is probably the only established name out of that cast. Mm. Apart from, I guess, 
the actor who played Shazam himself. Um, you know he would have been Zachary Levi. Yeah. You know who would have been it, sick. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like someone like someone like I don't know, maybe like fucking Jon Snow or whatever. Like just someone that's just oh, Kid Harrington. Yeah, it doesn't have to talk much. Just has like slick back hair. Looks sick yeah. and just like has like wears glasses. Looks just is that young thirty, mid thirties. It's just it's just, it's just a sicko. You know what I mean? It's just like I don't know. It's just why would a fifty? How does a fifty-five year old man have energy? Like who cares, dude? Or do you mean even like um, who's the new Joker? What's his face? Joaquin <sighs> Phoenix. Yeah, you think he would have pulled it off? Nah, too old. It's too old. It doesn't old make sense, well. dude. It doesn't make sense. Like, but it, <sighs> it's just too old. You got to go for mid thirties. He's got to be older than um, obviously Billy, mm. but not too old to the point where that the time he's taken to age up makes him fucking look like a, almost a six year old man. Doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> honestly, let's be real. Like it's it's, it's, it's it's the casting was off. The, they 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 fucked up with that. They they dropped the ball there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, was it did it ruin the movie for you? Were you like, oh fuck, he's too old. I can't enjoy this. Um, I was just like, I was just, in my head was like, oh man. Mark, when are you gonna when are you gonna fucking pick a winner of a film? You just pick dark <laughs> films to be in. Like he hasn't been in a good film, and it's, it's, been a while. it's yeah. like he's a good actor. And it's like, dude, if you look at your filmography, like this is probably the best film you've been in since like I don't know, fucking forever. To be honest, <laughs> it's becoming like the reverse Sam Jackson. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing same. shit movies, a lot of shit movies, whereas Sam Sam just not knocking him out of the park. And it's just like, did you have to, like, you say desperate to be in anything, you just say yes? Like, this is just not for you. Like, yeah. maybe The Kingsman was the last, is, is his best film, probably. Kingsman, oh, yeah, see, I haven't even seen it. Yeah, well, there you know. go. So, King's going to shame me for that. But, like, yeah. he's, in, he's in films like, fucking, oh, Zero Dark Thirty is pretty sick. But he's in films yeah. like, um. The Rockstar? Unity, Closer to the Moon. Oh, like, God. He's in good, he's actually very good in Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. But, I mean, dude. Say say yeah. no to some shit, man. <laughs> Guy's got eight. Oh fuck, man! The guy makes like eight movies a year, so fucking doing none well. of them are good. Yeah. It's um, very ambitious. Yeah, so I just thought, oh, yeah, that that didn't really resonate with me. But what I did like was the, um, I thought the casting of the children, however, was fucking a plus. I yeah. thought all those kids added something um, in terms of chemistry. Um, and sort of had a different sort of message of relationship. So the um, his his sister, I guess. Um, let me just get the, uh, the sister of the kid. Uh, what's her name? The young chick or the, the young one? Yeah, we're going to college. Oh, okay, the youngest oh, one. Um, I remember who she transformed into. Um, what's her name? Fuck, Mary. No, no, Mary's the older one. Oh, Mary's the older one. Dala. Yeah, yeah I think Dala. So she's full of energy. Um, she's cute as a button. Love her. She just steals the scene. Um, she just really, um, I guess, buys into the concept of a foster family being a foster family, and a foster family being an actual family. Sorry, and she's she's I think really one of the most charismatic people in the film. And I really think without the supporting cast, if you like, if you didn't get that right, it would make the foster story or the foster component of that story a bit, I don't know. Yeah. The movie would have lost heart. Yeah. It would have lost a lot of heart because that was half the reason he sort of turned around in the end. Cause he just didn't want to borrow from him. He's like, nah, I can do this on my own. 
but I need a family, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And if that, if that wasn't strong enough or authentic enough, it wouldn't have worked. No way. It, it would have lost people yeah. like halfway through the movie. Everyone would have been like, oh, this is crap. Thousand percent. Thousand yeah. percent. So, yeah, um, no, that turned out well. I think you're right. The casting was pretty spot on in that regard. Yeah. What and- about Shazam himself? Oh, and then that, and that's where we get to Shazam himself. So, um, as a kid, Zachary Levi—sorry, uh, Zachary Levi's the adult. Yep. He's really good, and he plays a kid in a man really good, like big sort of um, childish, childish man. Yeah. What's um, Tom Hanks in big sort of um, yeah. performance? And he's fantastic. He's phenomenal, man. Why isn't he being more shit? Like he's a pretty good actor. Yeah. What was what was he in beforehand? Just a TV show. But no. Um, not weeds. It was something like that. I think where he played a gigolo. Well, right. Uh, Look at him now. He's in... Oh, fuck. He's in Thor Ragnarok. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, does it have his... Uh, television, television. Hmm. The Marvelous Miss Maisel. No shit. That's a pretty good show. Um, <laughs> why are you laughing? Oh, that's funny. Uh... There's nothing really that stands out. Rock right? chicken. Oh. No, it can't be that. There was something else. What? Tangled before ever after? Alice Could Grace? Swore, Elias Grace? No. Sight? No. Ivy? Something within the past five, six years. Ah, uh, fuck. He Chuck. Plays, he plays, he plays a, what does he play? It's Chuck. The show's called Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, um, never heard of it, mate. TV series. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. It's, I think it finished a while ago. Let me just double check. But he yeah. was the main, main character of that show. He was phenomenal. He's really good. Uh, even the kid, uh, Asher Angel. Uh, really yes. good. Yeah. Um, you bought him as a... Like, what I liked about him, he isn't all emo, even though he's got issues and clearly has um, trouble relating to people. And he just wants to find his mum and reconnect with his mum. He just—he's not like all fucking introspective and weird. He's just like, yeah, look, he's he, a delinquent. Yeah, he's a delinquent, but it's each to your own sort of thing. Like, just yeah. fucking, you know, I'll, I'll have a ch- I'll have a chat and conversation with you, but don't ask me to do shit for you because I'm not really into that. He's just—he's just, you know, he's just a fucking dude, man. So it was good. Mm. It's good. Yeah, um, I'm, my mistake also. Ch- Chuck is not about a gigolo. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna about? retract that. No, it's just about like a um. Computer whiz, comedy, spy drama. Oh, boring. Way off. Boring. Yeah, sorry. Boring. As you were saying. <laughs> um, and the person who thought was really annoying was his mate, his creepy boy mate, Jack Dylan Grazer. He played... Yeah, yeah, um, Freddie, Freddie yeah, Freeman. Freddie. He was just too over the top, a bit too enthusiastic mm. about things. And I know he'd probably, like, that's, that's the role. But, yeah. Yeah. It would have been better if it was like Jimmy from South Park. Yeah, would have been better like that sort of actor. Just dial it down a bit, man. Fuck. It was borderline Jimmy. He was just too like. It's like fuck, man. Calm down. <laughs> too much of a suck. It's just I don't know, man. It was just I, I liked it, but at the end of the day, it's it's it's. He like I could see like he like he was annoying. He's the annoying younger brother. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, as part of the annoying younger brother, it was just very clear that. I don't know. He was like living vicariously through uh, Billy, so I guess he—that's why he was over enthusiastic. 
Mm. I mean, that relationship developed pretty quickly. Mm. That that was a little bit unrealistic. Yeah, but I, I guess... I know for the sake of the movie, they had to. But... Yeah, and when he turns to Shazam, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll speak to this nerd kid because this nerd kid can help me figure this out. So Yeah, yeah, and somehow they become like super best friends. Like they've condensed like a 10-year relationship into like a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. like one week. Yeah. So, um, yeah what, did you, what did you think of the scenes though when he's trying to figure out his powers and just... What did you think of that sort of? Um, that was that was fun. Origin. That was um, something that I don't think has really been done on a lot of the other superhero movies, um, like in that sort of way with a with a kid because he is a kid essentially. He's treating it like that, like it's all new, and he's mucking around and doing stupid shit, like shooting lightning bolts from his hands. Um, you know, getting getting paid for it, like just it was that was pretty funny. Mm. Where he was um, busking, mm. <laughs> doing. <laughs> Just tricks, so it's just weird. It's, but, it's um, pretty funny, it, uh, and that's what I liked about this film: is the the um, enthusiasm and the, just the lightheartedness of, "Hey, I've got powers. Let's have some fucking fun." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. And he wasn't I, taking himself overly seriously. He's just loving it. The, the, one of the funniest scenes I thought was when that lady's getting her, her handbag stolen, and he runs yeah. her over, and she's like. What do, what do you want? I sprayed him with pepper spray. And he's like, "Oh, okay, cool." And he's like, and then the the guy, it was just like. He was, it was he awkward. Like, the lady out, and the lady was like, "If I just give you money, can you go away?" Like, it was just funny. Yeah, because <laughs> he was just arguing with um, Freddie over like what his name should be. Yeah. Captain Sparkle Fingers and Sparkle Fingers. It was just random. <laughs> that was a bit of fun. But, and yeah. that was pretty much the tone of it. And and uh, how many origin films? And in particular, I'm going to ask you this: So Marvel's Captain Marvel. I didn't see it because I just couldn't be asked seeing another Marvel origin film. But mm. how fucking tormented and tortured was her origin story in comparison to this? Oh yeah, it was, um, and it dragged on too because it, she was going through the most of the movie having. Um, it was almost like a memory was implanted into her as to what she thought happened to her. Yeah. But then by the end of it, you find out that that was fictional. Oh, okay. Because um, I'm not going to go into it now, but yeah, it's just it, it was different. You sort of find out towards the end. But they keep addressing it throughout the movie, which is kind of annoying. Mm. So you just go through it once. <laughs> but it was the crux of the movie. Like, they had to do it by the end of it because it was a twist at the end. Yeah, right. Relating to her origin or how she came to be. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's why, this, this is why I like this film. Uh, this is why it, I pretty much chose to see this film over that other Captain Marvel was because I thought, you know, I'm not really into it. I just want to see something that's lighthearted and a bit fun and just, mm-hmm. just, just pretty much not taking itself so seriously and this is why I think the direction that the DC films are going in is just a lot more positive um, than what they yeah. have been in the past yeah yeah well I mean it's backed up this backs up um, Aquaman, Aquaman yeah. I didn't I slept on it because I was like mm, yeah Aquaman like mm. the problem is I have when it, these all these films is that I because ha- I've read the books I go into it with preconceptions in my head about how lame people are <laughs> <laughs> like so I didn't see Ant-Man because Ant-Man is fucking so boring I don't care what anyone says mm-hmm. Ant-Man is the worst 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 fucking comic book hero it's just <laughs> he goes small big fucking deal man he rides ants like doesn't have a compelling hero doesn't have a compelling origin story it's boring mm-hmm. but then you go into the film like then you eventually do watch it on Stan or Netflix it's like oh fuck this is actually quite fun like Paul Rudd you don't really think about how Paul Rudd could bring something to that role and you know what I mean yeah and, um, and so you have seen it now well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I didn't see it in the movie, sorry, but I do eventually catch yep. like catch these things. 
Yeah. And same with Aquaman. It's like, Aquaman, do you know how fucking just flat out just <laughs> the character Aquaman is? And then he had a couple of cool yeah. runs where he you know, lost his hand or whatever and, and got a hook caught. And still, it's like, I mean, he's, he's a dude that lives underwater and fucking talks to fish, right? Give him a break. <laughs> I think you like it. And then, no, then I watched it. it. I watched it this weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, or last weekend, sorry. And it's like, fuck, this is literally Star Wars underwater. This is fucking yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. They did a great job. <laughs> it was like, fuck, why did I not see this at the movies? And I was like, this is fucking, this is fantastic. Like the whole world. And, the, and I mean, it's all dumb. You got Dolph Lundgren just being a fucking ginger Dolph. And he's just gone off about some random bullshit. It's like, oh, shut up. Let's get to the fighting. And it's just. <laughs> Guys yeah, on sea awesome. horses, guys on like alligator sharks, and it's like, what the fuck is this? This is mental. Yeah, it's so a great job. That. I actually thought that was really, really fun. And then you, and you back it up and you go see Shazam, and it's mm. like, fuck, these guys are fucking picking it up, picking up the pace, and just, it just goes to but, show that, yeah, if you have the whole point, the whole point of a comic book is to have fun, and you can chuck in some morals and some heart along the way. But at the end of the day, it is meant to be uh, fantastical because it's fun, right? It's nothing crazy. Yeah. But, well, I mean, they're not questioning the viewer's intelligence. Like, no. they don't have to keep harping on about the same thing because people start to get fed up with it. Yeah. If they yeah. keep going on about trying to make the message so obvious that it's like they're literally just saying it every 10 minutes. Correct. Whereas if you just leave it open, leave it fun, just keep it entertaining. It's, it's a very simple formula. Yeah, and, exactly. And I mean, that's, that's what they're getting results. Yeah, I and and I mean, that's what um. Look, and the other thing with comic books is that they're all form- formulaic to an extent that the hero always wins because if a hero lost, there will be no next week. So yeah, like Game of Thrones, the movies I think, in particular Marvel for me, have kind of outstayed their welcome because I'm a bit over the initial conflict. Hero questions his his ability. Hero gets the motivation from somewhere, hero wins. Like, it, that's how it kind of just, all those Marvel movies are laid out. Yeah. And the other thing that gets me on, that annoys my tits a bit, is that they're not very, I guess if you don't like the actor, you get over the shtick a bit. So, in, oh, so okay. So, like, what, Ben Affleck's Batman? I wouldn't even say oh, that. I, I was I okay just, with him, but like, I don't um, know a lot of people didn't. I didn't mind Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought he was okay. I mean, but like, I just thought like, I mean, in the Marvel movies particularly, like Johnny, like, Downey, mate. Downey, Downey, Downey. You're not really Iron Man in real life. Stop being so quippy. Stop being so fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, just having a smart-ass response to everything. And same with like Captain America. Like, oh my God, you're so fucking just... <laughs> poster boy oh truth justice blah 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 blah, blah. like just shut up you know what i mean like you know what i mean like after these movies i kind of want to see them die like you know what i mean it's just yeah I'm, I'm i don't know they've evolved though they started like that but it's been 10 years mm. that's what so i mean it, yeah they've changed people are ready to move on that's why i think a lot of those characters aren't going to the next phase they just got juiced. I'm a, I'm just juiced out. Like I'm a lemon. I was full. Now I'm just squeezed <laughs> out, and I'm like I'm over. I'm ready for something new. Well, but you think with I think the direction they're heading in is mm. further into space, like yeah, with Marvel which is, anyway. Which is fine. I mean, which is where I'm I'm yeah. ready to take that transition. Um, yeah. But the point is with DC is that. 
they started off bad, right? Mm. Like Man of Steel was fucking boring as fuck. Um, Man, Batman vs Superman was fucking horrific, like absolutely horrific. And Justice League wasn't was probably the, I'd say sorry. No, then when the when Wonder Woman came out, and that was like fuck, yeah. finally a good one. Mm. Then Justice League came out, which was just mediocre. That was the best thing you can say about it. It wasn't bad, it wasn't good, it was just mediocre. Yeah. Then they slowly got a lot of goodwill with Aquaman, and then now this, and then um, Wonder Woman too. So I'm like kind of glad that the the heroes that I'm more invested in, in terms of because I've read their books, are getting um, better films. Yeah. yeah and, it's more um, appropriate. Oh, what's the word? Does the, the character justice? Does yeah. The book justice. Correct. Yeah. So now I'm starting to think, or oh, maybe, um, you know, just give these films a bit more of a chance because, like, like I said, like, fuck, if if Marvel can make fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Black Panther, um, yes, it's a vast array of different sorts of movies. If they can, and make they're them all work. successful. And yeah. I'm not being disrespectful. Those books all sucked. Avengers books yeah. sucked. If you gave me an Avengers book in the 90s, I would have spat in your face because they were fucking garbage. <laughs> oh, God. The 90s, yeah. literally, if you weren't, if you fucking didn't, you know, if you weren't reading, I don't know, fucking X-Men, um, uh, I guess Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man had some weird ones though, but uh, like, if you weren't reading Batman or, you know, Detective, it's like, you definitely weren't. You weren't reading Aqua. You weren't reading um, Avengers. You weren't reading any of these heroes. But they've turned these fucking Z grade properties into fucking gold IP. Yeah. Yeah. It's just right. amazing how DC slash Warner Brothers fucked up. So how can you fuck up Superman? How can you fuck up Batman? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so that's why I'm glad that these things are back. I mean, uh, Christian Bale's Batman. That that trilogy was good. Like Christopher Nolan. Yeah, they did well. Oh, yeah, but that's a different thing, though. So what the, what I'm trying to say is that they're not really comic book. I mean, they're, they are comic book uh, films. Yeah, but they're not unrealistic, like yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You know Fantasy what I mean? stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not unrealistic. I mean, you, you could buy in a terrorist that wears a clown makeup. You could buy into Bane being a fucking mercenary that's trained and just jacked up with yeah. roids. You know, you could buy into those things. Sure, they're extreme in terms of on the spectrum of what's real or real or reality, but mm. but not that far out. No, nah, not that far out. And what I think is that I think they just had Warner Brothers has always been a studio that um, has prided itself on giving the their directors as much authority as possible. Yeah, and they just assumed that Zack Snyder, who decided to go down a darker path than Marvel, would deliver a bit more of a compelling story than what mm. what we got. And at the end of the day, what we got was fucking beige. We just got beige yeah. fucking bullshit. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I was going to address the Zack Schneider issue. And then also the the problem with the villain in Justice League. Um, I mean, it, it could be a wolf. CGI problem. Like, they have an pr- issue with CGI, I think. They mm-hmm. fucked up um, Superman's face because he had a mustache and they had to CGI that out. They completely fucked up his face yeah. in Justice League. Yeah. And the villain. It was terrible CGI. Or motion. I don't even think they use motion capture. Dude, it was pathetic. Like, there's the yeah. thing. Like, how can you fuck up? This is what I understand. How can you... I know we're getting off the topic of Shazam, but we'll maybe just sort of try try and tie this conversation back towards Shazam. But yeah. so Man of Steel comes out and we get a guy, a, a, a Superman that basically snaps necks, right? Mm. And the whole point of Superman is, yes, he is 
he just got gifted these powers and he's not really of earth. But the fact that he's raised by two good-hearted people taught him, gave him a set of values that just made his his core being Superman. Yeah. Like he's Superman because yeah. of Martha and Clark and is it, not not Clark. I don't know who his father is, but Martha Clint, Kent, right? Yeah. So it's like, how can you make it then turn him into some dude that just snaps necks and is all emo? Oh, and he gets about, reborn. You know what I mean? It's all emo about yeah. being fucking Superman. It's like, fuck, man, have a laugh. Like, <laughs> like, and he doesn't save his dad um, because there's a tornado, and his dad's like, no, don't show them what you can do. Don't save me. Whereas in the original Superman film, his dad has a heart attack, so he goes to show that you know, whilst you can do amazing things, you can't save everybody. So he learns a lesson mm. there, right? This, he just learns how to be an emo fucking dickhead that just hides and fucking goes on oil rigs and just all fucking, oh, I'm conflicted. Like, fuck off. <laughs> be like Shazam. Just have some fun. Go fly yeah. around, man. Fuck. You know what I mean? Go win a Took him too long. Fights. Fuck. Yeah, Go, to find himself. Just have, like, people don't, I don't know, people don't have that type of reaction. If anyone on this earth got super or had superman hero super or had the powers of superman they'd either exploit it for monetary gain or notoriety and mm. try and be you know internet's number one sensation you know what i mean <laughs> or they'll just be like super chill about it i don't or fucking like they just wouldn't have that sort of oh i'm burdened with this responsibility oh fuck me like fuck <laughs> off and then the next film they kill him I was like, well, what the fuck? Why am I rooting for this fucking emo fuck to be alive in the first place? Who cares? Glad he's yeah. there. Yeah, it's too too much of a downer. I know yeah. what you mean. And, and, all, and anyway, long story short, they made some erroneous decisions that fucking, they, they drew from the well of such fantastic stories such as the death of Superman, um, Batman v Superman in The Dark Knight, that it's like, you just fucking shot your load on two of the greatest story arcs ever on this fucking garbage fucking beige film with fucking Jesse Eisenberg as the worst Lex Luthor ever. <laughs> and now they're trying to... I'm not sure if they're unpacking that or what they're doing is just releasing solo films now. If they are, if they're giving up on their DCU, that's great. I want to see more of these solo, solo films that... Just, I think they might be, yeah. yeah that just yeah. have a bit more um, substance to the character. The character is literally just... He's not... He's not all like fucking just introspective and fucking brooding and blah, blah, blah. But he's just like, yeah, I've got these powers. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm just working through it like everyone else, man. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. That's what I like. Well, I don't know. It, like with regards to the DC Universe, I think they are going to push the reset button, but I don't know on how many characters. Because I know Batman's out because Ben Affleck's not going to do it anymore. Which is a shame. I don't know how you retire from that. Like, that's the greatest gift anyone's ever given anybody as an actor. I'll try one more last time just to try and get one right. Ridiculous. Because I think he's a good Batman. I I think aesthetically, his look was amazing. His suit was cool and he looked like um, Bruce Wayne and he looked like Batman. Like, he had the chin for Batman. Like, it was fucking... It was... I thought he was the best thing out of all those films. But. I think the ego got his ego got in the way of that role. He just couldn't handle either listening to another director or writer. He just had to do everything himself. So, and I think because the, the outcome was so negatively received, he was just like, oh, I don't really want to go down this rabbit hole of giggly or whatever. That you know that film he made with his. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Jail, like, you know what I mean? Like where his career spiraling out of control. I don't think he wanted yeah. to go down that rabbit hole again. Mm. Yeah, he, but I don't think it would have. It's really hard to fuck up Batman. 
Like, even did. Batman vs. Superman made a lot of money. They did like, I don't think it, it ruined him. Yeah. I don't know, though. If it was more artistic or a better version of that, would it have the same commercial success? I don't think it would have. But what do you quantify as commercial success, though? It's like, like say they made it R-rated. Mm. I don't think they would have. What did they make? Half a billion? No, it, it made just under a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man, that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, but my point is, though, right, okay. I'd say that's not commercial success relative to the concept that you have at your hands. So you have a film, Look, right? The potential. What, how do you measure the potential? Well, because you have a film. You have Batman, The Dark Knight made a billion dollars on its own, right? Yeah. You have Superman that's made, in terms of all its films and its back catalogue of history, has made a billion dollars itself, right? So benchmarks are built. Because it doesn't matter how many characters, it's, been, it's still okay, one so movie. You, okay, we're saying that the benchmark's a billion dollars? Yeah, let's This go is fucking that. 200 mil short of that benchmark. And I'm saying this should have been the first fucking $1.5 billion film. Yeah, but it's still one movie. Yeah, but dude, then you look I know at- it, has, it could it could have, because it brought everyone together, it should have brought more people into the cinema. As in like, if you love a certain character, you're going to go see that character. You may yeah. like The Flash, but not like Batman. So... Yeah, but then Justice League, the next film, made six hundred and fifty million, right? So mm. then it becomes a sliding scale. So as opposed to Marvel, where the sliding scale is sliding up, this fucking thing is sliding down. Yeah, Aqu- I know what you mean. Aquaman makes more, made more movie, made more of a box office return than Batman v Superman. Go fucking figure. Mm. You know what I mean? This is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, now- look, it's fine. I, I don't, I don't like Justice League. So, I mean, sorry, um, Batman vs Superman. I didn't write that movie at all. So, mm. I'm in agreement, but. I still think it's it wasn't enough for him to throw in the towel as Batman. Like Ben yeah, Affleck, I he agree. Have been like, I, oh, I, I agree, hundred percent with you. I, I think that he was he should have because a flop would have been like one hundred and fifty mil, hmm. or you know, like just breaking even. Then it would have been like, all right, shit, this isn't going to work. Is it the Everyone worst Batman? Like fucking, you know, mm. you know, George Clooney's Batman exists. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, oh, back yeah, to Shazam. So, I think we just digressed into some fucking, I don't know, rant that... Oh, I'm sorry if you have to listen to that. I'm, it's still DC. It's all relative. It's I don't know related. what point I was making. I kind of, I've got a cold and I think I've just, I've just gone on, off the rails <laughs> of rambling mess. But back to, we can back edit to this Shazam. out. It's fine. We can edit Why this we out. like it is because he's having fun with the role and we find, we're watching him evolve and develop into someone that we'd want to be. Someone who's compassionate and caring and actually is not he's not um, conflicted that he accepts the responsibility. But what I really like is the ending of him bringing the foster kids um, back to the Shazam's uh, wizard's lair. And then he they all got the powers. So he divided the powers up amongst the um, five foster kids. And as a team, they all kind of came good and fought the villain and won. And, and Okay, great story, great sort of ending, great message. But what I was a bit confused was, I didn't, so I, I in the Shazam books I've read, I didn't realize that that that, that happened. <laughs> so, did, so, Age, maybe you can explain this to me. When they, when the foster kids all grab hold onto the staff and um, Billy decides to give off his powers to the kids. Yeah, I I didn't realize. Like, I think they justified it as because he has all the power, he can do what he wants. Oh. And that's why he can transfer. 
I'm not sure. I don't. Well, based on the movie, it didn't. So I guess not. But mm. maybe if they were going to look at it from a more logical point of view, it should have. It should have made him a quarter. Or how many kids were there? Six. Five kids in total. Six. Five. Yeah. So one sixth of what he was. Mm. But it's yeah, it's it's a tough one. I I think they did that for you know, I guess the sequel. There's obviously going to be a harder villain because it's he's only got he's limited to the powers that he has. He's he's not going to discover new powers in the next movie. So, I mean, look, he can fly super speed, mm. uh, super strength. Look, what else is there? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. He can't get smarter. Like, he can't... The thing is, is, he still has the intellect of a 14-year-old kid. Yes. And that's what is the the first fight when he fights the, um, the villain... Uh, first up is that he loses because as a kid he doesn't know how to fight so he's just a, a literally 55 year old beating up a, <laughs> a <laughs> 13 year old yeah. <laughs> yeah fair mm. point <laughs> um, and that's what I really liked about it I thought it was well yeah this is this makes sense right that he wouldn't win because he doesn't know how to fight like a 13 is you know, no concept of how to fight so then mm. that's why he decides to give his powers off because he realizes that you know six is better than one Um and then each of the six can fight the deadly seven, the seven deadly sins. Um, it's just have be better odds. Um, but then there's also the issue of them literally just getting their powers and then having to fight. Mm. They didn't really address that. That was a bit of a flaw in the movie. For some reason, like an eight year old girl knows how to beat up like a, an ancient sin manifested into a monster. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, that, that's a bit of an issue and, that I have with the movie. But can you also so how come so when they all got the powers, one had speed, one could fly, one I can't remember, one had electricity or something. So they all had their own separate powers, but Shazam still had the powers of all of them. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he maintained all his powers, but yeah. I don't know. I think they may have the same as him. Oh, so they can all do the same thing? As far as I, I know, yeah. one had each. Like one had. So one had the power of uh, uh, Zeus. One had the power of um, uh, fucking um, Mercury. Yeah, Mercury or whatever, whatever that power yeah. is. One yeah, I, power, don't know. I think it's um, speed, maybe. Hercules, the strength of Hercules. One had the wisdom of Solomon. So that's mm. why I was like, um, so that's an that's, issue. Who, how smart Shazam, was Solomon? Yeah, who knows, right? What the fuck? <laughs> but then Shazam was the the pinnacle of them all. So. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I, anyway, long story short, I, I liked... The ending confused me a bit because I was like, oh, fuck. It was unexpected. How, work? Like, it was definitely unexpected. Head, yeah, it was not really how expected. I was like, well, how does this work? Does he still have his powers? Because it, technically he's now one-sixth of what he was, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got over it after a while because I thought the shtick of the kids coming together to fight would be funnier, but it kind yeah. of wasn't. <laughs> no. Nah. It was too serious. It was yeah. a bit like Captain Planet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, exactly. And I, well, one other funny part is when they're in that the wizard's um, cave and they're trying to escape from uh, the villain. I can't remember his name. The, whatever the doctor uh, is. Savannah, Dr. Savannah. Savannah, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, just think, take us to a happy place or whatever. <laughs> and they all end up in the strip joint. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was good. It's like this fucking humor like that, and I liked that this was a movie for kids, but it had a lot of dark elements. And like, kids can handle shit like this. Kids can handle scary moments. They can handle 
uh, intense things, intense concepts. Like mm-hmm. I remember this eighties kids back in the day, eighties films for kids that were just a bit more heavy than they are today. They're a bit more glossy, like a bit more Ghostbusters. Like that was yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah, looking back, that's actually quite scary. Ghostbusters, um, Gremlins, fucking Goonies. Um, yeah. Yeah, terrific. You know what I mean? Even Emperor Strikes Back, that's a Star Wars a kid film. Fucking hell. Like, that's heavy as fuck. So, that's what I liked about this film. We just kind of, it just, it pushed the right buttons, um, you know, had a lot of comedy, had a lot of heart, and it probably would be something I'd watch again. Um, and I thought it's exceptionally well-made and competent film. Yeah, definitely. And plus, the potential for a sequel mm. as well, which is good, because I know your favorite villain will be in the next one. Uh, who's that? Black Adam. Oh, why is he my favourite villain? I thought we had this discussion the other day. Oh, did we? Yeah, I, th- I thought you said that he was one of your favourite villains, if not the favourite. Oh, I, uh, okay. Um, he's not... <laughs> uh, sorry, when I thought you said favourite, I thought uh, as in I liked him the best. No, no, no. Huh? Yeah, okay. I think he's um, compelling because um, in this film, they actually mentioned that the wizard said that he they accidentally like, once gave their powers to who they thought would be a good person. Um, but then that person turned into a villain and that was actually Black Adam. So mm. I'm not sure if you remember that in the beginning, but that's what the reference was to Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. No, I picked up on that. Uh, and I think Black Adam was actually meant to be in this film. Well, it's going to be... I think the casting is um, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, he's The Rock. Yeah, The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they... Yeah, maybe there was a contract dispute. I know that's why Henry Cavill didn't show up. In the, uh, uh, yeah, spoiler alert, the extended credit sequence. Oh, was that? Well, I didn't know that. Because uh, apparently, yeah, there's a contract dispute with Warner Brothers and Henry Cavill over Superman. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why he wasn't actually in the movie. They had to cut out his face because he wasn't in it. It was just some other guy in a Superman suit. Oh, so so he's not signed on for another one or he is? No, I don't think he is. So he's got The Witcher coming up, right? I think yeah. he's doing that. But I don't know if he's going to do another Superman. Oh, okay. So, your wish may come true, buddy. They may. I didn't like him as a Superman, but I mean, I don't think that much is that his fault. But uh, I like the ending, though Superman turns up. And I like how it kind of did thread the world in with like references to Batman's Batarang um, and Superman yeah. t shirts and Batman toys. The bullet, the bullet that hit Superman that, that he yeah. picked. Yeah. I like that. I mean, it's all, it's all good stuff. Um, and that's how a world should be like Marvel films don't like, like rely on one another to prop them up is that they're standalone on the, they're like, if you watch a Marvel film in isolation, you know, it's a film, it's a standalone film, but they do reference other things that keep it all sort of connected. And this is what Shazam did is that it kept it all connected, particularly that, that came at the end when Superman turns up for lunch. It's like, ah, oh, that's a nice little fucking nice yeah. little thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It was good. Yeah. Um, and I think, what I'm really looking forward to is you're right as a sequel and but I really hope that Black Adam is more of the anti hero Black Adam. And uh, you know, like the he's not necessarily out and out evil. Um I'd prefer that as opposed to the super villain Black Adam. I think they might. Dwayne Johnson would I'd say he would be something like that. Yeah. Of that ilk. Um Yeah, he's the right casting. i let's just see who else they have if it's just him. Um, I don't, I'm not too much. I'm not really familiar with the folklore, so I don't know what um, how they're going to tie that in. Because I mean, how does he actually become Shazam's villain? He just comes back to Earth for some reason. Well, he so they casted him out um, 
and basically he's spending his whole eternity trying to get back to Earth to fucking get revenge on those that shunned him. Um, right. So basically, he took the power. He got the powers in ancient Egypt, uh, and he did some really dumb shit with the powers. Um, I can't remember exactly, but he fucking pretty much killed his old bloodline. Mm. Um, and in doing so, he just became super vague and super about himself. Um, okay. And he just wasn't a good dude, pretty much. <laughs> um, mm. But he wasn't evil as such. He was just about him, if that makes sense. So he's driven, he had a revenge arc, but then if he's avenged, well, not avenged, but if he's actually killed everyone that he's after, mm. which I thought was the, uh, what is it, the something of wizards? Those other six wizards that he had in mm. Shazam's temple. Mm-hmm. Whoever was in those seats, he killed them all, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if he's done that, like, what's left? He's just going to get rid of Shazam's power once and for yeah, all. Yeah, but I think he does get reformed, though. Um, so, he comes back and realizes he fucked up, and he's just... It, what he did was wrong, but he's not He's not out hell-bent out, hell to become the supreme real ruler of Earth. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, because the problem is, though, with all these things, they get rewritten. And I can't remember which one's the current one. Like the yeah, current, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Different universes, different. I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. New 52 law, you know, so it's all, eh, I don't know, it all, it all gets a bit confused for me because I haven't read his arc in forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that would be interesting and it's going to be compelling with The Rock. So it'll be cool. Mm. I mean, the thing I don't like with the doctor, whatever his name is again, Savannah. That, yeah, that post credit scene. <laughs> did that make the worm? Like, did that resonate with you? Uh, yeah, who is that guy again? It's one of the villains. It oh, is a villain. It? Yeah, I can't... Oh, Mr. Mind. I think that's his oh, name. okay. Yeah. Um, no, because I didn't really know much about him. Like, no, nah, me neither. The mate I was with told me about him. Like, oh, okay, that's weird. There's a fucking little worm that can talk. Mm. It's an alien, apparently. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, he's going to be a shit villain if they're going with that. <laughs> Unless he controls Black Adam. Well, somehow. what I'm hoping for is that yeah, he either controls Black Adam or something, or Black Adam and um, Shazam team up. You know what I mean? Like, they have a buddy yeah. cop movie. That'd be cool. <laughs> he's just like an annoying kid. He's like, fuck off. And he's like, I'll, I'll take care of this. You know, something. something oh, God. I don't know. Well, Kevin Hart somehow gets involved because mm. it's The Rock. I don't know. Didn't they make a movie together? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Dr. Savannah is, is apparently going to come back in the sequel. So. Oh, your mate. The villain. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's miscast. I think we should move on to a new villain. Um, all right. So overall, guys, this is definitely worth a watch. If you haven't seen the movies, that's fine. You probably don't need to see it in the movies. It's not much of a spectacle in terms of uh, visuals. It is a pretty grounded film, so it's definitely worth a watch. So if you see it on Netflix or whatever, uh, VOD, just definitely check it out. Age, I'd like to um, leave this up. So you saw Captain Marvel and Shazam. Yep. Which one did you enjoy more? Shazam. Right. Yeah, I mean, look, Marvel had Captain Marvel had uh, bigger moments. Mm-hmm. So I think when she realized, when she's starting to fight back against the Kree, um, it's like the supercomputer, whatever. It's like a AI that runs mm-hmm. the Kree planet, and they hooked her up to it mm-hmm. on a spaceship, and she was fighting back. And like that moment specifically when she fights back, I don't know. They just direct it really well, and it, it felt really, um, 
what's the word? It was like a come on sort of moment. Like, yeah, yeah just, let's fuck these guys up. up. Yeah. 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 So yep. they did that really well, I mm-hmm. think in the movie. Um, Jude Law playing a goodie than a baddie. That was quite good. Mm-hmm. And then also, oh, I didn't like the parts of, um, so I, I, I went in there thinking it was going to be a scroll Cree war. Mm. It started like that, but by the end of it, it, you just felt sorry for the scrolls. Oh, righto. Okay. So they didn't go with that angle, which I probably would have liked because it sort of, I thought that was the whole reason Captain Marvel had pissed off for so long and wasn't in yeah. the, the universe, the Marvel universe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. There's some parts that were good, some that were bad, but Shazam overall kept me engaged longer than Captain Marvel. Yeah, I and that's why I didn't really want to see Shazam because I feel like I'm like mm. Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I could see me zoning out, particularly it's just like because Marvel have they love to do fucking dialogue and yeah, yeah. monologues I'm, and fucking just burden you with fucking. This is the spear of this and that and that and this is the blah 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 and I was like oh, I just don't care I'll just patch in Endgame. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. No, it, they had to do it because they had people had to see why mm-hmm. she would be so powerful in Endgame and why she wasn't around. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was necessary, but yeah. If you look at the so I got on the top of my um, open up in my browser is the top fifty highest grossing superhero films to date. Mm-hmm. Avengers: Infinity Wars made two million. Avengers has made billion. 1.5. 2 billion, sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Avengers has made 1.5. The Avengers Age of Ultron, 1.4. Black Panther, 1.3. Incredibles, 1.2. Iron Man 3, 1.2. Captain America Civil War, 1.1. Aquaman has made, is, is the first DC film on that list at eight. At number eight, at 1.1. And that just goes to show you how much of an indictment, how much of a ball dropping, <laughs> fucking unbelievable mess that, um, Warner Brothers has started off with but mm-hmm. now I think that as um, Marvel movies kind of transition or whatever they do for the next phase of movies that they decide to release I think DC really has a space in the market if they keep going on this trend of just focusing on solo films for individual superheroes in their library that they could really see a big uplift and a change in sort of fandom because Marvel fans are passionate and really love the product, and they will go see these films eight times in the cinema. They're like mm, Star Wars yeah. fans. They just love it. And it doesn't matter if it's a bad film, they will support it. They'll support anything Marvel-branded. And I don't think DC fans are kind of on that level because it's they, they start off shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> they so, lost a lot of people. They and, would have lost a lot of the mainstream audience. Yeah, hard. And, yeah. and there's not enough of them to sort of drive that sort of a social awareness to go people get bums on seats to watch these films but i think i think i, I don't know i think this is this i'm looking forward to the next dc film and i'm not sure what that is um because it kind of it's kind of up in the air at the moment but i think it's a flash or Marvel, uh, wonder woman 2 maybe i'm not sure does the joker movie count oh the joker movie fuck i forgot yeah. about that that'll be soon but i don't think it's going to be in the same universe it's just a standalone movie what did you think of the joker movie uh, trailer? Well, the trailer looks really good Fucking um, looks sick, hey. Yeah, I think he's channeling Heath Ledger's Joker, though, isn't he? Yeah, There's maybe. a bit of that. Like, in terms of the that. look, anyway. I, I, how does Batman not appear in a Joker movie? Batman has to make a cameo of some sort, right? <laughs> you'd, you'd think so. Fuck. But then, to... which Batman? <laughs> ben Affleck is not playing him anymore. I, I just think that the movie, that the, the tone of that movie looks so 
so twisted and disturbing. Like, it just looks visually like um, 1980s New York, where it's this grungy and dirty and grimy city, and mm. everyone's out for themselves, and everyone's a cutthroat, and everyone's a fucking just evil, right? Yeah. And you just it would see be this- Gotham, right? Well, it's meant to be Gotham, but I'm saying yeah. that's what it reminds me of. But it's the same it's space. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you just see this guy who just gets twisted and twisted and twisted, and he's already obviously mentally ill that he's fucking bathing his mother, whatever the fuck mm. that's about. And he just, he just gets morphed into this sort of, I don't know, like he just, it all, all that sort of shitness just challenge, channels itself through him to become this super twisted, fucked up individual. Yeah. And I'm that's like, cool. really looking forward to that. And I think, well, I, I reckon. I, I really hope it's it is what it is. Like it just comes out it it just you get you come out of this film going, What the fuck? Like you know what I mean? <laughs> well, they don't even need a big budget for a movie like that. The biggest expense should be fucking Joaquin Phoenix's salary. Because <laughs> like what what there'll be explosions, sure. Yeah, correct. But outside of that, they don't need CGI. Yeah, correct. That, that would be a massive expense. And they probably don't need to advertise it's the Joker. No, that's right, and and that's why DC like DC have iconic heroes and iconic villains. Like Joker is the best villain of all time, right? Hands mm. down. Yeah. And the fact that yeah, it just emphasizes how how fucking how fucking just how de- how deep the well is, and how many films they can make. And that's why I feel a bit more positive that you know of what we could get. And if, I, I'm just looking at it now, age the budget of it is. Fifty-five million dollars. Oh, perfect. There yeah, you and it's got Robert Nero in it. Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, right. He must play. Um... <laughs> I've got Minetti in my head. It's not <laughs> Minetti. <laughs> the cr- one of the crime Murray bosses. Franklin. Okay. A talk show host. Yeah, right. Yeah. I didn't think um, he would be cast as that, but sure. Okay. But fuck, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, man. You just, you just blew my dick off. I completely forgot about um, <laughs> that. Um, Movie. Yeah, that movie that was coming out. It's coming out this year in October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be out before, I guess, any other. I think they're recasting The Flash, from what I hear. Oh, they well. are? That's a good. I, so. I don't really like Ezra Miller. I don't. No, no Borno. I don't like him. Try, try, bit of a try hard. Yeah, just too, like, fucking. Hey, uh, I'm the guy. I'm weird. I'm, I'm alternative. Blah, blah, Quirky. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I'll um, address to the premiere because look at me. I need attention. Yeah. <laughs> So to go back to Joker, that that movie is a fictional um, it's not uh, origin in, story, right? It's not set in the same reality as um, Batman v Superman slash uh, yeah, but Suicide like, Squad. From what I know, is Joker doesn't really have an established origin story, right? No, but there is a loosely based one where about he was a stand-up comedian who turned evil. Yeah. And I think that this is what that's challenging. Or is it like the red something or other? Mm, mm. Is that the same thing? Sorry, say that again. He wears like this red, um, not globe, red hood. Yeah, same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm referencing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He gets manipulated, and then eventually he just snaps and decides that he can. He just loses it and becomes a more sort of chaotic villain as opposed to a villain with a purpose. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're looking at the, new, the next slate of films. We've got Birds of Prey, which is the, I think, is that not, it's the Suicide Squad slash not Suicide Squad sequel? It's the yeah, one I with, think it's um, going to be a reset as well. I think they're recasting a few people. Yeah, so I think it's just, um, it's the Harley Quinn film. So that comes out next year. So that yeah. looks pretty good. I mean, or whatever, maybe not, but. 
Mm. Wonder we'll Woman, ni- 1984 after that. Okay. And then you got The Batman. Mm-hmm. And then you got The Suicide Squad with James Gunn. And that's going to be yes. sick. James Gunn. Yeah, that should be good. Around. Yeah. I'm really glad he came back for his going to do a Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm. And it's, I'm glad he's doing both because mm. I love it that DC is like, yeah, don't worry, man. You fucked up. Everyone says dumb shit. Who cares? Yeah. You've, you've apologized. Come make this film and express your art. And he's like, yeah, done. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. And then you got The Flash and then you got Aquaman 2. So you, you do have another Batman film. Superman is nowhere to be seen. Um, mm. Oh, in no way Green Lantern either. Fuck. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think they, I think they got a bit burned with the last one. Green Lantern, he is the like he's pretty dope. He's there's there's a lot of shit in there you can talk about in Green Lantern. But you're True. right. He, he definitely yeah. got killed by um, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. And look at look at Ryan Reynolds now. <laughs> he, just needed, he just needed the right superhero. Fuck, he tried hard enough. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. So we're maybe ending that one on a positive note. But before we go, and I know we've been talking and yapping and just rambling on nonsensical bullshit for the past hour, but... Speak H, for yourself, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Endgame's coming out this Wednesday. Yeah. Um, give me two things. No, actually, you know what? I'm going to ask you three questions. And it's right. predictions as such. All right? Okay. Yeah. First question. Do the original Avengers, as in Iron Man, um, Thor, um, Tony Stark, um, not Tony, uh, I mean, Captain America, sorry, and Hulk, those four, they're, they're the OG. Forget, mm-hmm. I don't care about whatever, um, Black Widow and, and Arrow Man, <laughs> right? Forget those. Yeah, two. yeah, yeah. I don't know what you mean. But the actual heroes, <laughs> the powers, <laughs> who makes it, who dies, and who doesn't? Um, I think Captain America is going to die, mm-hmm. and I possibly Iron Man, Ooh. but I don't know if they're going to kill Saucy. Iron Man off because he's a big draw card. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor, I don't think they will either because Tessa Thompson let something out today that makes me think there will be another Thor. Ooh, juicy! So, because she was talking about a character, um, oh, who does she play again? Not Archangel, um, Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yep. And yeah, she was talking about a sequel. Anyway. Nice. For, for I hope there's a sequel with her in it. She's, she's good in that film. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes, it indicates that she's obviously in Endgame and then it will be another Thor with possibly, hopefully Chris Hemsworth because I think he's a good Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, Hulk. Yeah, I think Mark Ruffalo will come back again for Hulk. There's no yeah. point killing him. He hasn't had a standalone movie yet. No, I don't think he will. But okay, yeah. next question. Does Hulk come out and can Mark Ruffalo or Bruce Banner control Hulk? Oh, you mean like Professor Hulk? Yeah. What do you reckon? I hope so. And I think so. But I don't know if those initial toy releases are bullshit. Because I think sometimes they are. Because mm-hmm. they did have a Professor Hulk toy yep. for Endgame. Um, oh, so I'm right. thinking it, it's the case. But okay. I don't know. So, you're th- uh, so, so far, so the other two questions you're thinking, Iron Man lives. Captain America definitely dies. Thor lives. I'm not going to say please. definitely, but I'm leaning towards him not living, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you're also reckoning that Professor Hulk will come will, will, will come out? That's your prediction? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who is going to be the one that ultimately defeats Thanos? Because um, we all know Iron Man. this being a Marvel film, Thanos yeah. ain't living, and no. they're going to win. Iron Man. You reckon Iron Man? Yeah. He, so you reckon 
it's leaning towards that purely for the fact that based on the exchanges they had between mm-hmm. Thanos and Iron Man in the last movie. Mm-hmm. And I think the potential for Iron Man to develop something that would take him out. He seems to learn from his losses. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know what he has in store, but I can see him delivering the final blow. Nice. Yeah. Um, what about you, buddy? All right. So, I think all of them are going to live. I don't think Marvel has the balls to kill him. Any of them. <laughs> and I think Marvel, if they do kill him, it'll be left ambiguous as to whether they're really dead. Um, okay. I don't think... I know... Kat, um, Chris Evans said that he is done, and this is a bit. Oh, his contract. Got. I think his contract's out. There's yeah. three of them. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. But I don't believe that they would ever definitively give it a yes or slash no, mm-hmm. definitive, dead or alive. Because if you go back to the source, which is the comic books, these characters have all died, but they've all come back to life. So yeah, you kill you kill him, you kill the franchise. So. Mm. Unless they do an alternate reality thing where someone else then picks up the mantle of Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, which they could do, which they have done uh, with a female, all of them actually, female Captain America, no, not female Captain America, Bucky as Captain America, female Iron Man, female Thor. Um, I just don't think that, I just can't see that being so definitive. Mm. They will be (sighs) impacted something will happen where they actually do something like something obviously fucks them up but I just don't see them being that definitive secondly I don't think we're going to see um, Professor um, Hulk okay. I think what we're going to get is a different version of Hulk that's a bit more um, Hulk can talk and Hulk like they're a bit it's it's Hulk but I guess it is Professor Hulk, but I mean, it's Bruce Banner <laughs> as Hulk, but I, yeah. it's still Hulk. I don't think he's going to be looking as small as Professor, because Professor Hulk's smaller, isn't he? Uh, I'd say he would be, yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know. I just think Bruce Banner can control Hulk and bring him out when he wants to. Um, <laughs> and lastly, I think the person who's going to defeat uh, Thanos would be someone left of field. And I'm thinking Ant-Man. And I'm thinking what Ant-Man does is get so small that he goes inside Thanos' body and rips him apart internally. <laughs> What's that bullshit rumor, isn't it? Where he goes up his ass. Well, I don't know. <laughs> himself well, up. Um, and the reason why I say that is because Marvel isn't original and they have copied a lot of subplots from DC. Mm. And the DC Justice League arc where Batman pretty much is getting brutalized by Darkseid, but he allows... Um, uh, fuck not Ant-Man what's the what's the DC what's the DC version of Ant-Man <laughs> good question no, I've got no uh, idea on that one give me a sec it's gonna come to me <laughs> so that literally happens yeah he literally goes oh, subatomic what? and he destroys Darkseid from within wow um, but wouldn't they be because they're a different species wouldn't they have a stronger constitution well, in terms of like their body their body would be made up of different materials so it's like a human man expanding in an alien may not work out physically what we think it would be like. Like, he might just be stuck in there and crush himself. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, the materials of an alien may be so resistant to oh, know, the human skin. The atom. the atom, that's his name. Wow, yeah. original. Um, I don't know, I don't dude. Know. I don't know. I just think it's going to come left of field. I don't think Captain Marvel is going to come and save the day like everyone's kind of saying she will. 
I no, well, I mean, that's what happened in the comic, right? Mm. Oh, no, no, it was Nebula. Yeah. Yeah. So that's well, what I'm thinking. Mean, that. I think it's going to be something left of the field where they're all battling, right? Mm. And as a team, they come up with a strategy where... Because they have to reverse what he's done. So they have, someone has to wield the stone, right? Yeah. Which I think is Iron Man. Um, and so someone's gonna, there's going to be some sort of self-sacrifice where either they self-sacrifice to defeat Thanos... Or they self-sacrifice themselves to wield the gauntlet and reverse what he's done. Um, yeah. But either or, I think ultimately, the person who defeats Thanos is not going to be one of the main Avengers. And I don't think it'll be Captain Marvel because it would be pretty lame if that's what it is. Oh, we, just, we just invented a new superhero and she's going to save the day. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that was the original intent because I think Captain Marvel is a reactional decision based on the success of Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder okay. Woman came yeah. out first in terms of development and and basically Marvel's like oh yeah we don't actually have a female protagonist okay we'll develop Captain Marvel mm-hmm. so I think I think they're all going to play a part obviously but I, I truly believe it'll be someone left to feel like either Ant-Man Nebula whoever it'll be um, maybe even uh, maybe what well, I don't know maybe they fucking get the gauntlet off bring everyone back and it might be someone who thought was dead who's now brought back like um, Gamora or something like whoever you know what I mean it mm. might be something I just don't I think it's going to be someone left to field because they're really good at throwing curveballs but ultimately Thanos is, will be defeated 100% like that's not even debatable I'm very interested to see how they're going to do it yeah it's going to be great because even if they just start charging at him he can just change shit he can just yeah. turn him into whatever he wants so yeah. it's it's, I don't know what angle they're going to come in at, and they've sort of given away quite a bit out of the trailers so far. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's all going to be within the first half an hour. Yeah. Which I don't know what the hell is going to happen for the next two and a half hours because it's a three-hour mo- movie. So it's, it's going to yeah. be really interesting. If they start charging at him in the first 40 minutes, you're like, what the fuck? So there's going to be another fight. Who's going to survive that initial fight? It, yeah, it's it's... It's probably raised more questions than it's answered. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that's what's good. That's because, you, you, I mean, at the end of the day, we know the outcome that yeah, everyone comes back gonna come back. Yeah, because of um, Spider-Man. The bloody Spider-Man. The fact that Spider-Man from home. has his own film next year, like the end of this year, and it, yeah. it is after. Yeah, it's so dumb. But anyway. Mm. So, that, I mean, that's what I'm predicting, guys. And so, Age is going to join us again to discuss Thanos and how he gets defeated by at the hands of the Avengers. And that will be, hopefully, I'm going to watch it next, this week, actually, probably. Are you going to watch it this week? Yeah, I'm seeing it on Thursday. Oh, fuck. You already got tickets? Yep. Shit. IMAX. Sold out. Uh, this was sold out. I had to get it on the day of release a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no shit. Maybe like, I won't be site crashed like 40 times before really? I could get to it. Yeah, it was insane. Well, let's, listeners, let's see if Sambo can actually watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just oh, do a one-person podcast. I didn't really, th- I didn't take it. To- I was like, oh yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll get a fucking. My, my issue with spoilers It's the only reason I'm seeing it early. I, I can't go on YouTube or Facebook until I see the movie. see this film, correct. Yeah. So, um, shit, I didn't even think about that, man. <laughs> You'll be fine. General admin at a normal theater will be fine. It's just IMAX. A lot of people, it's IMAX. Is, there's a lot of seats, but not a lot of sessions. Mm. So that's why it sells out. Oh, that's 3D. Should I want to see 3D. Fuck 3D. Hold on. Hold on. Just seeing if I can get a... <laughs> VMAX. Is that the one? Well, that's different. That's Village's version. Yeah. No, IMAX is separate. It's like Sydney and Melbourne. It's like a football-sized stadium. 
Oh, yeah, the team's like a cinema. Don't have to worry. Yeah. Don't have to worry about that, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're good. Yeah, we're all good. I had gold class. Oh, maybe I should use that for that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Worth it. Booked out too. Oh, fuck it. Anyway, we've been, we've been talking. <laughs> oh, I've been just talking bullshit this episode. Fuck. Anyway, go see Shazam. We're doing we're doing Endgame next week. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find us at, on Twitter at FFMRPod. H, you're a legend, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks, everyone. See ya. <laughs> fuck. <laughs>